bitches. Welcome to the Hey Gorgeous Podcast. I'm your host, Masha. Hey, everyone. I'm back. I know you guys, girl, where the heck you been? Where you been at? What you been doing? Why haven't we heard from you? What's going on? Are you okay? I know, I know, I know. Those that follow me on social, they know I'm okay. They know I've just been basking and enjoying a new journey in my life called grandmahood. <laughs> you know, people got motherhood. Like, I'm currently in grandmahood. Guess what, everyone? If you don't know, you know now. I am a grandma. Yay! I'm a grandma of a beautiful, beautiful baby girl. I am super in love. I'm super honored. Um, It's just an amazing, 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 amazing journey. Um, So far, she's seven weeks. Yes, she is. She's seven weeks. And she's just, she's just a blessing. Um, I try to go see her as much as possible. So instead of us being so formal or whatever on this podcast, I'm just going to call you, call it a life update to give you guys a life update about what's been going on with me. Cause it's been about a month, a month and a half. Um, yeah, I just, let me, let's get, let me get right into it. Like I said, excuse my voice, it's already raspy, but just imagine recording early in the morning is really raspy, but we're going to get through this. Um, so what's been going on? I'm a grandma, like I said, of I'm a beautiful, beautiful baby girl. She just lights up my spirit. Everybody keeps telling me. They told me. They was like, when you become a grandma, that's a different type of love from with your children. You love your children with all your heart, but when you become a grandma, that's a different type of love. Yeah. And it was right. That love is just so amazing. It is. And I'm just so excited and honored to be her grandma. Like, I'm excited. Like, I was honored and truly blessed to be her father's mother. So I'm even more honored to be her grandmother. Yeah, because I'm honored to be my children's mother. My six amazing, amazing babies. I'm honored to be their mother. It's a privilege to be their mother. And I embraced it. Um, What else been going on? Um, My kitchen caught on fire. All glory be to God. It's okay now. It's it's fixed. But um, that was like kind of a traumatic experience. But believe it or not, I didn't. I I didn't have a nervous breakdown. I guess this this healing journey I'm on has caused me to really kind of reevaluate my life. And if you hear me, I'm driving on my way to work. But it caused me to really evaluate my life and the things in my life and the things that I want in my life. So when tragedy happens. I'm not so lost. You see what I'm saying? I'm not so confused. Um, I just just go with the wind, you know. And so far, it hasn't been steering me wrong. I'm still currently at Delta, still still at Delta. Um, but first, let's get into my mental state. First, mental. I have my ups and down days. I'm not. I'm not gonna say the last six, seven weeks I haven't talked to you to you ladies that has been peaches and cream no it hasn't um some days are good better than other and i know this is a part of the healing process 
Um, like I told you, healing, you cannot heal overnight. Healing is a journey. You know, you might be on this journey for the rest of your life, but whatever the case may be, the healing is a journey. And that's the journey that you have to go through if you want to get to the other side of what's on the other side. Um, but I'm honored and blessed. Like the other day, I had a whole moment because um, have, you, have, you, have you ladies ever felt like, raise your hand, <laughs> have you ever felt like that you don't know who you are? You get lost in your own, your, the, in life, that you lose your own identity, that you question who you are, and you like, what am I, what do I want? I honestly felt like that the other day. That I didn't know, feel like I didn't know who I was. I didn't know any, I was like, who am I? And I felt like when I looked at myself, I didn't see Michelle. I, I see physically, I'm, the, you know, physically I'm here, but mentally I was checked out. Um, but I, 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 I have some amazing sisters that I, that I text. Like, I'm like, Hey, you know, guys, have you ever been feeling so-and-so? And they came back hard. When I mean, they came back and filled my cup up and it just made me like, I have to give myself grace. Ladies, we have to give ourselves grace. Why us women? We don't never do that. We always give, we give everybody else around us grace. People that hurt us, people that do things to us, we give them grace. We give them forgiveness. But why we don't ever give that to ourselves? Why we can't never forgive ourselves for mistakes that we made? Why we just can't forgive ourselves for the things that, that we allow to happen to us? Or when we're not feeling up to it, why we can't give ourselves grace? And when my friend told me I need to give myself grace and patience, I felt that in my spirit. And I'm, I want to share that knowledge and wisdom with someone else. You have to give yourself grace and patience. You have to give yourself that same tender, loving care and nourishment that you give your child. And if you don't have children, that you give um, someone around you. Because all of us are a mother in some instincts. If it's your niece, nephew, cousin, some aspect, you, have, you gave your motherly love to someone. And how you nourish them and when they hurt themselves or when they hurt, you comfort them. We have to learn how to self-comfort ourselves sometimes. That we got to stop being, okay, you fell off of this bandwagon. Because I fell off so many times, like, oh, I'm done with him. And the next thing I know, I'm back with him. And I don't ever give myself grace for that. I be mad at myself like, oh, Michelle, you, would you, 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 you. And I'm like, but I'm a human being. I literally spent 16 plus years with this man. There's no way that I could turn him off no matter how much he hurt me. But I, I gave, I give him grace. Why, why can't I give my own self grace? Why can't I love myself enough to say, you know what? Okay, you got to figure out what you, how you bind the soul tie. Maybe you need to fast. Maybe you need to X, Y, and Z. Maybe you, this is why you're feeling. This is why you're feeling. I have to really get deep down to the root of it, which I have. And which, praise God, I've been doing good with this. And, and this, I'm not dealing with him season. So I've been doing really good. But before I wasn't. Before I started knowing who I was, I, I wasn't. But I don't give myself, I don't give myself enough grace. So, like, if I mess up at work or even at home when I feel like... And then, too, we, we think it's no such thing as being lazy. And they're like, oh, so-so lazy or I'm having a lazy day. I used to say that because some days when I don't feel like doing anything, I'm like, you know what, I'm having a lazy day, a rest day. 
And I'm like, we call it a lazy day. Lazy is no such thing as lazy. And I learned that from this self-discovery journey that I'm currently on. It's not that you're being lazy. It's that you're resting to refill your body. So the days that you don't want to cook or you don't want to clean and you just want to lay in your bed all day. It's not that you're lazy. It's that you're refueling your body. Because sometimes our body, we be on a go, 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 go. That we we don't rest. We don't rest. We always on the go. We don't rest. And I'm honoring my body by resting. Like this week, I had an eight-day, seven-day stretch work. This weekend, I'm not doing anything. I'm treating myself to go see the Nutcracker. And I'm going to see my grandbaby in Florida. But in the midst of that, I'm going to rest. Even if I have to rest with her, I'm going to rest. I'm going to give myself enough grace to know that it is okay. I'm not going to do Am I going to cook today? No, I'm not. I'm not going to tell no story. I'm tired. I'm, when I get off of work, I'm going to rest. I'm going to rest. I'm not cooking today. No, I'm not. Do I feel bad? No, because I cooked two meals yesterday. Just because I, I knew today, I want to get, I want to give, I knew for the after work that I wanted to refuel my body for Tuesday. I knew it, so I'm not, I'm not cooking. Do I feel bad about cooking? No. Should you feel bad about cooking? No. If you don't want to wash your dishes, don't wash your dishes. Rest, refuel your body. It might be another task. Laundry is a task itself. So, do, will I rather focus my energy on washing my clothes than washing my dishes? Yes, I will. And I said it, and I don't take it back. Yes, I will. I will throw them suckers in the dishwasher in a minute and run that water bill and electricity before I manual before I hand wash dishes. I will. I, I yes, I will. I surely will, and I don't regret it. And some days I don't want to wash. Some days I feel like I don't want to. I just want to lay down. I want to take a shower, take a bath, and I want to rest. And I'm gonna do that. And I'm gonna be okay with doing that. And I'm not gonna change my mind about it. Yes, I am, and I'm not. So we cannot be so hard on ourselves that we don't. And we are, and a lot of us, we're always in the fight mode. I don't want to be in the fight mode. Somebody told me. He was like, the women I know, and I know he meant it from a good place. He said, y'all are so masculine. And I was like, what do you mean? He was like, y'all are so masculine. Like, so when y'all meet a man, you don't know how to be vulnerable or feminine, feminine, if I said it correctly, because you're so used to being masculine that you so. And I told him, I said, that's how we were raised. Us women, especially us, you know, no, no, no offense to the other community. But for us black women, as a kid, we were taught that we have to do X, Y, and Z. We were taught to work. And I know in my dynamic household, I was raised by a single father and grandmother. And you know that, and I have aunties. And one particular auntie who helped foster my upbringing, um, I miss her so much, was my auntie Ramia. But th- these and my grandma... And they were fighters. And what I mean by that, my grandma didn't drive. She walked everywhere. My grandma had a husband. You wouldn't think she had a husband. Because she did everything on her own. She didn't sit and rely on him. The VME, if she had to, she had to go to the store, we would walk to the store. To the grocery store, wherever she needed to do. And she would walk. She didn't complain. She would walk. 
She didn't wait for him. Same thing with my auntie. My auntie didn't know how to drive. But whatever she needed to do, she would do it. If it meant catching a bus, a cab, she didn't wait for no one. So when I grow up, and then I have another auntie who's um, the VP of a corporate 500 company in Columbus. She's the same way. I was, I was taught, and not intentionally taught, but I was shown that you have to you have to be i'm not gonna say you you know i'm I, i'm i can say this but i was kind of taught to be masculine when i think about it i i was taught to be masculine i i was taught to that i had to do this and i had to do that but i wasn't taught but i was shown i'm gonna say that i wasn't taught i was i was shown by the women that were in my life even the women that my father dated especially linda mom that's my mom she didn't wait for my father she did things on her own she was a fighter so when i see these women that i was grew up around these women that were and their own right was masculine. But it was taught to us. I was taught to be strong. I was taught that if I didn't work, I didn't eat. I was taught that these were my children. Even if I was married or not, these are your children. This is what you need to do for your children. And that's why oftentimes that you would see me working two or three jobs. Because these were my children. That, were, that was my job to provide for them. And I think that is why... Both of my children and father, not throwing shade to them, found it so comfortable to let me be masculine instead of them leading me. And granted, they're not my husband, but they didn't even lead in the upbringing of their children. I, I led and facilitated that. I led and facilitated that. But the beautiful thing that came out of that was that now my son is a father and he's leading and raising his child. His child only seven weeks. And what I learned about, what I love about him and his um, girlfriend relationship is that even though the baby is only seven weeks, it's not up on her. They, when they, they both get up together. So the baby cry in the middle of the night, it's not her getting up. It's they both get up. And, and some days he gets up by himself. And some days she gets up by herself. But it's not no that she's doing everything. Oftentimes, they, now they have a setup that they get the baby some days by themselves. And the baby spend a night, he gets the baby up, get ready for her so he can go to work. And, you know, and when I see him, I'm like, maybe the masculine thing wasn't so bad after all. I know it ain't good to say, but maybe me being masculine was not so bad after all because it's showing my sons how to be a leader. And it also showing my daughter. So maybe being masculine was not so bad. But maybe it was. Because now I'm trying to embrace the feminine side of me. And and I'm not going to lie. It's hard. It's hard. Like I keep telling I want to go there. And it's feminine ain't just dressing up in like girly clothes. That's not. Feminine is being vulnerable and letting your guard down. And to allow God to bring force on into your life to lead. I probably met my husband a million times. A million times. My husband probably came in my life. And God said, I can't bring another man in her life because she's not ready. 
she's not ready. Take it back to Adam and Eve. Eve didn't let Adam lead. Had she had let him lead, she wouldn't have ate the apple. So even in our mind, it goes all the way back to the beginning of time. We are taught that sometimes we have to lead. And it could be a negative fact because guess what? Sometimes when we lead, we get these men that is led by masculine women that they are the feminine side. <laughs> that we have to teach them. We got to show them. Because guess what? Their their mother was masculine. And they they were taught, you know, X, Y, and Z. Because they seen their mother do it. And guess what? They can't lead. So they sit back. They They rely on women to take care of them. Because guess what? They were not shown to lead. They were not shown... They, they were not shown that. So, but because they see the women in their life leading, they get with a woman that's the same attributes as their mother. Yeah. I, I, I say that respectfully to my children's father. Especially my second one. Especially my second one. He was raised by... A, a dominated masculine mother. And maybe that's how she was raised. To a point that he felt, he feels it okay for me to raise his sons. And him not to even do the the haircut thing. The simple things that you would te teach a man. He felt that was okay. Same thing with my first father. My first church father. They, he felt that it's the need to be okay. For me to take them to do the boys activity. Why he didn't. And now that I think about it. I don't hold it against them. Because guess what. The masculinity in me said. These are my sons. These are my children. This is what I'm supposed to do. I, this is what I have to do. And I do it without complaining. Because this is what I'm supposed to do. But in reality it's not. So now I'm in this journey now of embracing the feminine side of me. So if that means pouring more into me and being not so harsh, even with my words and don't use so much vulgar language, start even talking in a feminine way, not be so rude, but be more gentle and be more caring and compassionate for myself. I'm going to use my one friend. She probably going to kill me. I got two friends, I could say. Like, really, like, just really, like, really feminine to me. And that is Dawn and Tish. Please don't shoot me if y'all hear this. <laughs> my friend Dawn is so, like, feminine. I mean, not, I'm not even talking about the way she dressed. I'm talking about her language. I'm talking about her conversation. She, like, I'm going to say, a.k.a., like, she one of those soft girls. And I don't say that in no disrespectful way, but I was like, I admire that same way my friend Tish. I ain't never think I even heard them cuss before. And it's nothing wrong with cussing because I, Lord, he working on my mouth. But I say that to say is that they all, their conversation, everything is like, they're more, they're so gentle. Even with me, they're very gentle. They remind me of a mother and I like that. <laughs> they're, my, they're my sisters. But then here go me, 
Sometimes my mouth can be so out of control that I have to self-check myself. Like, girl, get yourself together. You are a lady. Because that's not cute, especially when you hear it from a man. And I'm not talking about a feminine man. I'm talking about a masculine man that leads his family. That's a leader. That's a provider. That is that's, That shows the quality of an amazing man. To tell you, sis, you know, you're a little bit too rough. It was an eye-opener. Right? Enough about this guys and i'm just super excited to be back i'm glad i was able to give you guys a life update um i will be back next week consistently consistently so don't worry about it you guys are super amazing i love you follow me on all social michelle underscore a underscore k at um instagram michelle k on facebook sending my love and prayers to everyone and happy holiday i will talk to you next week Mwah.